Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of Happy Birthday to you. Oh, oh come on. It's his birthday. Wow. Thank they you They say so much. it's your birthday. Hey, now you're going to get a suit. I know, because I, I nailed that so <laughs> <Yeah>. hard. Uh, <laughs> thank you, thank you. I appreciate yes, it. yes. The uh, copyright robots uh, are often mistaking my AKAs for the actual article. How are you, man? How how is has your birthday been so far? <laughs> I mean, you know, same old. Just doing what I do, uh, checking the news, screaming about it, uh, sending <laughs> emails, doing what we do every day. Um, but cool. I mean, I don't know, man. Fuck, I'm 37. You know what I mean? That's a yeah. that's a weird number to look at on paper written down. What I wouldn't give to be thirty seven again, man. <laughs> it only gets worse from here. I don't know why I'm like, <laughs> shit, I'd rather be forty, man. Thirty I'm like, I'll skip this one. No, thirty seven's great, man. Yeah. Still but, a young hey. man. You just don't realize it because you're you. And yeah. It seems old. Been young. Yeah. Been you know. young. Hashtag been uh, young. All right. Well, all right, let's enough see. of that. Enough of that shit. Uh, let's move on. <laughs> Down to business. Uh, yeah. Kyrie is trending um, for a number of reasons. Kyrie Irving of the Nets, formerly of the uh, Boston Celtics, before that, of the Cleveland Cavaliers, uh, mm-hmm. where he won a championship with LeBron James. And, you know, just generally the NBA's uh, kind of space case, like sort of like weird dude has lots of out there beliefs and also is great at, you know, publicizing and talking about uh, the importance of mental health, you know, but while doing that, he will also sage the arena in which he plays, which is, you know, just very outside of the norm for uh jock culture. I would say mm. anyways, he's trending uh, for one. He tweeted, Uh, I've taken my mask off now take yours off no fear something along those lines Mm -hmm. Um, and people yeah I guess there's like a story that has to do with masks happening in the world and people are wondering if it if that's him saying like we don't need masks for the vaccine Mm -hmm. Um, or if he's like it would be just as likely given uh, his typical kind of tweeting voice, uh, speaking voice, everything voice for this to just be about like metaphorical masks and the importance of removing being authentic. Masks. Yeah. yeah being and authentic. that's the, that's the trouble with this world we're, we're in because words can have infinite meanings. And especially right now, the mask is such a loaded word mm. on Twitter that yeah, many people are just like being like, look at it. He's doing the anti-mask. And then right. the, there's another story saying that uh, there's potentially that there are moves that the Brooklyn Nets could make to trade Kyrie. Um, and then the other, the story, like the second part of that is that Kyrie's agents have like sort of made it clear that it's like, if Kyrie was traded, he'll just retire from the NBA. Right. So, which is interesting. It's an interesting play uh, because it kind of reiterates one of the reasons that the Nets might want to trade him in the first place, which is that he doesn't seem to like be, all that into right. basketball these days, even though he's literally like one of the most ingenious shot makers in the history of basketball. Uh, if not the most in terms of like the diversity of the angles he uses, like he just is uh, like, he just on the regular, like has part of 
his arsenal is like what most people would consider trick shots. He's just Mm -hmm. incredible. But, you know, he also sat out some games for uh, taking care of his mental health, which I applaud. And then, but then he also has, you know, has had some injuries. uh, So he wasn't on the court a lot of the time with the big three, uh, James Harden, Kevin Durant, and him. Yeah. I just don't see how any of it works. Like they want a bit, the Nets going to have a big three. This is it. You're not trading for anybody that I think, you know, keeps that same dynamic at least. So I don't know. I think that's what a lot of people are like this, this even story about him being possible. Oh, sorry. And so other people are saying that this story about him even possibly being traded is just like poppycock, as they say on NBA Twitter. (laughs) They do say that a lot. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I mean, I do know one team that might be open to talk and trade uh, for any of the big three. I mean, Mm -hmm. hell, they might talk any of them. They might even talk James Harden uh, for Ben Simmons. Uh, You know, just Daryl Morey's uh, his phone line is open. Uh, yeah. So, so see what know, happens the Sixers, there. Always happy to take your call. Um, <laughs> the bodyguard is trending because so there was a series that was kind of a remake based on the original Whitney Houston, uh, Kevin Costner film that was supposed to be pretty good. I did not watch it. Did you watch that? No, I mean, because I remember when there was even talk of like a series. I'm like, don't do that. Don't do that. You don't need to do that. Because it's it, perfect as is. Yeah, leave it be. Leave it mm. be. Stop mm. re. I just, in general, I just hate all the reimagining shit rather than giving a platform to people who are imagining new shit. Um, yeah. And so this just all kind of fits into that pattern for me. I mean, I, I don't know. Cool. This is a the Tony nominated playwright Matthew Lopez uh, is going to be write be writing a reimagining of Houston's film. I mean. I will say it is a very solid, like very fertile premise, a bodyguard and a celebrity that they guard and like them falling in love, which is something that I I believe happens uh, frequently. And yeah. uh, especially within the Trump family, uh, you know, so shout out to Don Jr. Whose wife I think left him for uh, one of their bodyguards. Anyways. Uh, right. Yeah, tough uh, time. tell that story. Tell that story, right? Folks. Come on, don't and um, I just don't know. Like, who do you even get to play it? Is it like it's just weird because it's like they're trying to because it's iconic. They feel that they it it's like one of these ideas or films that you can just swap in new people and it's going right. to be just as right. good. And it's not like it completely misses the point that this film. It wasn't people were like, oh my God, this film with Whitney Houston and Kevin Costner is going to be iconic before it came out. The film was made, it came out, and just because because of her performance in it, people were like, this is fucking unreal. Yeah. This is a moment. Yeah. So you can't, I don't like the like rinse and reuse moment type stuff all the time. And I, I don't know. That's just, that's just my take. And plus like, who is, I think <laughs> some people on Twitter, I think it's like Ashley Ray saying, it's like, watch, it's going to be, this time it's going to be uh, a white singer and a black bodyguard. Hmm that i could see that i can see that too maybe that would be wild yeah Uh, just leave it alone and again like you're saying it's a it's a really pliable mendable bendable idea doesn't you can you can do things similar to this and it's not doesn't have to be the bodyguard but i get it so this is how it works now 
Pope Francis is trending for all us Pope heads, at least, you okay. know, came out and was like, Hey, I don't, I don't really get this whole, like, it was just like somebody who just found out about anti-vaxxers. He was like, I don't know. Wait, 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 why are y'all like, I don't get it. It's people, wait, what are you saying? People should love vaccines. But then he also was like, but I, I get it, man. There's like vaccine hesitate hesitancy in the like Cardinal, right. the St. Louis Cardinals, I believe is what he's. No, no, no. Okay, no, no. He's talking about the people who are like right the step below the Pope. Right, uh, right, right. God's like secondary emergency call list. If right, if right, exactly. The Pope is sleeping. I think tertiary, really. If we're gonna. Yeah, yeah. He's just he's just disappointed in his fellow Catholics. Yeah, I think that's right. I think he's just this is the like common sense Pope who's just like this is kind of wild. Except when yeah, it comes low to, bar to be common sense of, Pope though. Yeah, but. common sense for a Pope. <laughs> Uh, right. Not not that he is nailing the comments. He sense, says but. humanity has a history of friendship with vaccines. <laughs> it's like what? I mean, yeah, that's so true. I really like that version. We have a yeah. history of friendship with vaccines. Yeah. Um, we'll see. I mean, like, does that mean that they will? That if you're a Catholic anti-vaxer, see, that's when you'll find out who's now your God. We're talking. Yeah. You know what I mean? Who's your God yeah, when the Pope, Pope is, is like? like you can't get, get that ass vaccinated. Can't get the can't get communion if you don't got the vax. Get show yeah. me your vax card. Get the body. Oh, I guess. Christ. Oh, that'd be wild. And he starts weaponizing the concept of hell. And he's right. like, I mean, I guess if y'all don't mind hanging out in H E double hockey sticks. Yeah, the Pope you doesn't can go. say H E double hockey sticks. That's <laughs> that's true. <laughs> All right, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. And we're back. And um, all right. So pegging has been trending for the past couple days after the Cara Delevingne peg the patriarchy dress kind of blew up at the Met Gala. And the the context has kind of gotten all fucked up on this story, uh, which tends to happen when something is mainstreamed. But originally it was that that exact phrase was uh, created and merchandised and but not trademarked by a queer woman of color activist who doesn't have a team of lawyers and so it was just like this is dope uh yeah this is this is from uh this canadian uh sex educator luna matadas who first you know came out with a phrase in 2015 and she hosts this, she, she has like a anal sex themed podcast called The Plug Podcast. And she's been like, she's, she's did a couple interviews because when this came out, a lot of people were like, this is actually the work of a person of color. And you just completely took this thing and just pulled up in your like Dior corset and kind right. of uh, gave it a whole new thing. Now, I think a lot of people, a few people reached out and, and took issue just sort of generally with the idea of. The, the phrase peg the patriarchy that it's using toxic masculinity to like, you know, just right. To like there's a the problem that, yeah. Using peg as like a sort of thing that's negative that you want to do to the patriarchy kind of suggests this sort of, uh, toxic masculinity, like frat bro, like, Oh, you can get pegged, pegged bro. Right. 
and, like it's and gross I think that, or something. And I think, you know, for people can, I think, have their own interpretations of how, like, that phrase operates for Matadas. She herself has said, this is just a quote from her because she did a, an interview about it, quote, Peg the patriarchy is about subversion. We're using a fantasy metaphor of pegging, and we're talking about dismantling the system through subverting it. Uh, patriarchy has no gender. It's not about men. It's not about anal sex. It really is about how does the system affect us? Uh, how does the system affect all of us in ways that make us subservient? It really forces us to be subservient to things like the gender binary, toxic masculinity, and take that statement as you will. And I think a few people have interpreted to just be like, well, just the concept of it, if if it's being strictly about this penetrative act, is it still actually questioning a power dynamic and this and the other? Um, and I think that's that's worth the discussion. But when you look at how Cara Delevingne pulled up with it, she's like, a reporter asked her, she's like, it's about women empowerment. It's a bit like stick it to the man. Right. And that is definitely in the lines of just sort of saying like, yeah, it is comes off as kink shamey and uh, uh, rapey and things like that. Because it's sort of saying like, yeah, like you're just going to you know, fuck the patriarchy like that. Right. With a strap right. on. And it, it begins to lose uh, its meaning. And then, you know, this in this interview that Matadas did, she's also just sort of saying, like, yeah, I don't know. This isn't, like, surprising to me. She, Cara Delevingne, is going to take that phrase, as she will from her perspective, as she, as she says, quote, a white, thin, very privileged person. For me, a fat, queer person of color body with a small business, it's really different coming from me and wrapping it in the equity we're trying to uh, we're trying to seek out. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, this has just been another moment where the work of someone taken uh, gave their own context to it and then caused a lot of conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it, at the minute, it's interesting because what she says is, you know, Cara Delevingne also has a sex toy company that she's a co-owner of. And that brand does follow Matadas like on Instagram. So she's like, I honestly oh, feel yeah. like they they knew they didn't change the font, really. And they just did this and they have nothing to say they knew Um, she probably just assumed that it was like one of those open source internet like language meme type things but mm -hmm. maybe do a little bit more research and now at the very least they need to you know acknowledge and probably uh pay her or do something uh with her that uh is going to kind of make it right um yeah so i'm we we shall see what happens there. Yeah. No, Dior has always been known to do the right thing. I've always like just the fashion industry in general. I feel like they we're good. Um <laughs> all right. Uh Miles, what do Jenna Marbles, uh-huh. Prince Harry, mm-hmm. and Miles Gray all have in oh common? Oh my god, they're trending it's because their it's birthday. their birthday, and I'm gonna just force feed it to y'all again because <laughs> I haven't been outside. And this is where I'm going to have, this is my birthday party right now. Cause I have hey. nothing going on the rest of the day. Uh, so this is my birthday. Thank you so much uh, to Jenna marbles, Prince Harry. You've inspired people to acknowledge this day, but really it is my day. And for that, <laughs> I thank you uh, so much. Uh, are you, uh, are you guys doing anything? You and uh, Prince Harry and Jenna? No, nah, because his, I don't know, his security team says they're going to really, they'll really file the restraining order this time if I show up unannounced to Megan and Harry's house. But if that was true, they would have already filed it, I feel like. Exactly. Like, That's I'm like, stop playing hard to get, hair. Yeah. You know what um, I mean? 
Yeah. But yeah, shout out to all the other uh, Dina Lohan, you know, also uh, to this day, Lindsay Lohan's mom, Heidi Montag. It's a bunch of weird people today. Um, But yeah, I'm not, honestly, I think I might use that margarita maker I have and have a spicy, I I really like Trader Joe's. Of margaritas? Nah, I I don't, I don't, I can't, man, drinking fucking just fucks me up. Like it's, it's just a single. Not even. I'm not even because I just dread if, if I'll get hung over the next day. Like that mm. to me is the worst. That's yeah. worse than not drinking. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like if if uh, the my body has completely responded differently to alcohol over the years, probably because like I used to like binge drink, uh, right. like in my 20s and things like that. Total disregard for my body, and then I went through a long run of like barely drinking from time to time, and now I do it like on social occasions, but yeah. I get hung over like in ways that I respect the passing of time now. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I think what I'm going to do, uh, I'm going to get spicy mango lemonade from Trader Joe's. And then I'm going to mm. blend that with ice. Cause I don't know if you had that. And I hate to do a Trader Joe's ad, but that shit is the fucking best. Spicy mango, mango lemonade. lemonade. That and it's really spicy. Good. It's it fucking, is spicy. Like it's real. Deal yes. Spicy. I was telling, uh, Justin and Ramos earlier, it's like to the point where like I drank it. I was like, oh, sh- okay, Trader Joe's. And wow. I saw like a, like a, like a white woman, like returning her three bottles. <laughs> she was like, no, 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 said spicy, but this is, and that's why I respect when they say spicy and it's spicy, not doing the thing where it's like a hint because they're just trying to like not get people upset. And you're like, this is spicy. What the heck? And you're like, well, hey, what the heck is this? We said um, it's spicy as, f- okay, sure. But anyway, shout out to that lemonade. Uh, and finally, Inspiration 4 is trending. It's an all-civilian crew that is preparing to orbit the Earth for the first time, uh, potentially ushering in a new era of space flight. which this is just a, this is another billionaire on this. Billionaire flight. collab. It's a four, again, they got four civvies just right. hopping on this thing. Uh, and it's basically done in a SpaceX craft, and they're doing a three-day orbit. And... The, but what's funny is like you look and you're like, okay, who's who's the crew? Man, they're still billionaires on that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> this one of, of them, Jared Isaacman, he is the chief, like the CEO of Shift Four Payments, and he's like worth like two and a half billion. Um, so I mean, I just like that in the end, the trend of billionaires being on spacecrafts, we're still like what three for three now. Oh, yeah. Um, it yeah. ain't ending. We gotta have a billionaire. I guess that's the thing. It's like if we're sending people into the the infinity of space. We have to be well represented. We'll have yeah, a, there has to be a billionaire chaperone. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> to remind everyone how expensive shit is in there. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey! Don't touch that. Don't touch that. Is it heavy? <laughs> then it's expensive. Put them down. The billionaire on the flight is just a real like, just making all sorts of rules and demands of everyone. <laughs> I mean, there's almost no way that they can't because like, how how else has a billionaire ever interacted with? another human being than like they work right. for them right exactly do, essentially <laughs> the, the vibe on there is everyone's like we're kind of really tired of jared man he kept <laughs> saying like he kept he kept calling us hey you he would yeah. not learn our names and he's counting on us to actually keep him safe up there whatever but yeah the other uh just to just to show the other civilians that are on uh Haley arsenault who is a, a physician's assistant at st jude's uh children's hospital Chris Sembrowski, a machine fault detection and diagnostics lead at Lockheed, and a geoscientist named uh, Sian Proctor. So 
the so there's one person who seems like they are the one who will fly everything because i don't know how it's i don't know who's doing what because like all the images looks like four people just sitting in chairs in right. funky spacesuits and ain't nobody got a fucking joystick person sounds like they are like there in case shit goes wrong like that yeah maybe i don't know look this is this is what happens i'm i'm, I'm guessing that for Based on like what I'm seeing, it looks like a thing where they don't they're not gonna have to do much since they're not actual astronauts. Right. Hopefully. This one I don't know. Bad <laughs> right, vibes. It's like a DIY one. Right. Bad they're vibes like, from me on this one where it's not like the the other ones were like, I'm a billionaire, this is my brother, and then we have two like real astronauts who are straight right, up right, right. like NASA astronauts. I don't know. Hopefully hopefully everybody's gonna be okay. And look, it'll be uh, you can catch it on uh YouTube's yeah, it's a, it's probably happening as you listen to this. It happens yeah, at uh, 8 p.m. Eastern. Eastern. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, that's going to do it for us this afternoon. Yep. Uh, happy birthday once again to one of the greatest to ever oh. do it, Miles Gray. Oh, no. um, we are Nothing back tomorrow Trump. with a whole ass episode of the show. Until then, be kind to each other. Be kind to yourselves. Get the fucking vaccine. Please. You cardinals. Yeah. Bishops. Yeah. Bishops, all of you. Bishop uh, Don Magic Juan, all of y'all. <laughs> uh, don't do nothing about white supremacy, and we will talk to y'all tomorrow. Bye. Bye.